So this is my mini interview. So I'm here with Sarah, my old, old my old um, podcasting partner, Havana That's Cafe right. Day. So we're out here in a field in Southam, yep. recreating Havana on the move. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about what it is that you do, because I know you're into meditation is what we've been talking about. So let's yep. go that line. What is what is your what's your gig now? Well, so. I think one of the things that I've realized over the years is that meditation is still taught and we have this idea about it from where it comes from, from Mm. the monasteries, but actually none of our lives look like that. And so when we're trying, when we're focusing on what we think it looks like, because that's the image we have in our head, then it can be really hard to create those conditions. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to like find a quiet space for 30 or 40 Lay minutes a day. That's right. That's right. And so it's just one of those things where I think that actually, instead of it, it, it looks really nice. So we think, ooh, that's like, ooh, it's really nice. And we have this idea in our head of like our serene face. But yeah. actually, more and more, I think that's what gets in our way from practicing. And I was sitting out in the woods with, with my kids the other day. And, you know, they're playing their lightsabers. And, and that's when I practiced that day. Because, yeah. like, I hadn't sat in my usual way in the morning for various reasons. And, you know, I think once you know meditation techniques and you know what you're supposed to do with your mind, you actually can practice anywhere. Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing that needs to get out more for people is it doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. And you don't have to have a half hour a day. Yeah or even a couple times a week, you can practice in drops, but you have to know what you're doing, I think is the thing. Cause yeah. you know, we have this whole thing, don't we, of hearing all the time that happiness is our choice and it's all our mindset and stuff. But unless you know what you, in, unless you know techniques to, to manage and, and train your mind, that's all just words, isn't yeah. it? Because actually when you feel like, you know, crap like or something's word, gone wrong. I like the word, you know, this idea about practice, cause um, and it's something that you do. So it's, it's, a, it's like a life. So some people do it as an event. So I'm going to meditate and I'll do it, you know, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, and I'll forget about the whole of the thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I like this idea of a practice and it's a part of your lifestyle and you do it all throughout the day at any yeah. time, any moment. And you do have your formal periods. So you have your formal time you might do it, but you also have the times that you do it. As you say, you know, you're sat in your car waiting to pick up the kids or something like that. But totally, it's that, an, yeah. It's an everyday. I was thinking thing. a lot about like the sports. You know, if we think about sports people training, and like you don't, like professional basketball players don't just only play games. Mm. You know, you do all kinds of drills. You go to the gym. You you know lift weights. You do all kinds of things so that you can perform. And and for meditation, I guess performance, what that actually means is when you're out in your life and something unexpected or against your plans or hard happens, can you be okay inside with your mind? Do you know what to do with your mind to like relax and So is meditation all about like being able to control your mind or is it about a connection with body? What's meditation all about? I think meditation is about making your mind your friend and in service to you rather than your master controlling you. Cause like we all have these times when something happens and then 
we're spinning out about a story and we can't let it go. We're driving ourselves crazy. We know we can't do anything about it, but we're constantly worried that something bad's going to happen. Or, you know, we have all these mm. things, and actually, that takes up, you know, I want to say probably 80 to 90% of all of our pain and suffering in our life. So if we get rid of that, actually, that's, we're, we're so much more free than we realize yeah. we might be. And is that what your practice is about, helping leading people to that space where they can utilize these tools uh, as a part of their daily living, not as totally. a separate thing from Well, I don't life. have a separate life. <laughs> I mean, you know me, I have my two kids. I had my first son the year that I really started my formal training. So I was all like excited, like, you know, I'd worked with my teacher in my yoga teacher training and he's, he's trained in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. Mm. So I went straight into meditation, more formal meditation training with him and was so excited because that's what I was really there for. And then I had my first son and he didn't sleep and suddenly like getting up to practice and sit by myself was like not an option. So for me more and more, I used to think that was like my fault and my, a big problem. And now I look around me and I'm like, that's kind of everyone, whether you have little kids or not, everyone's got stuff in their life. That's like getting in the way of mm. just being still for a long period of time. And we, we can't expect like if your car is going 80 miles an hour, you cannot expect to suddenly come to zero right. and be comfortable. So you can work gets lost in the fact that they have to stop doing something and and sit still. And so, it's so I don't hard. Have, I don't have time to sit still. There's so much things going on. But it's I would love also to so uncomfortable to yeah. sit still. That itch to get up and go do something is like so uncomfortable and we're not used to just knowing that we can feel it and it's idle, okay. Because idle mind is a devil's playground. Well, and right? also we, there's too much <laughs> entertainment around, yeah. isn't there? There's just yeah. like, it's always your phone. There's always like something it's, happening. Some, something has <laughs> to be filling the Even spaces. in COVID, there's yeah. always something we could get involved in. So yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So, so if people were interested in experiencing meditation in the way that you teach it as a practice, where can they find you? Well, I am on Instagram, like most of the world. I'm at Sarah B. Hunt on Instagram and all my links are there. Um, and I run a the thing that I love that I run is a monthly membership group it's super low cost it's called breathing space and it's basically about having a group because meditation was supposed to be practiced in a group mm. right like you weren't supposed to have to motivate yourself all the time like the bell rang and all your mates got up off you know their yeah. mats and went and did it so so for us we're kind of out on our own so the group is really there to kind of keep the practice going because we all have probably also, if you're listening and, and tried meditation at all, you've probably tried to get into it with headspace or something yeah. and Calm do it a little bit. Now, isn't it? That's, That's right. <laughs> and, and insight timer and all this stuff. And you, you can go with it for a couple of weeks and then, but it's quite easy to just fall back into mm. just busyness. So the, the meditation membership is really, you know, something that it's just sort of drip feed that can keep you going, keep you motivated and keep you like learning and also remembering why we're doing it, yeah. you know, and, and sort of keep that top of mind. Because when you remember your why, then you, you tend to do it, yeah. you know, but it's... And do you offer any sort of like open taster sessions, like to bring people in and introduce them to, you know, your... 
so the other thing I have is a kind of what so my my whole sort of umbrella is called messy luminous being and I have a messy luminous meditation course that's all online okay and it's it's again it's about 37 quid I think so it's not expensive but you get like a drip feed for three weeks that's less than five minutes the next little piece the next little piece so it's a bit about what meditation is what you're supposed to be doing and then also my experience about how to fit that into life when you don't live in a monastery or a retreat center um so that's really good if someone doesn't really know what they're supposed to be doing and you want to learn how to do things for yourself rather than rely on someone like an app someone talking in your ear well you've got to have that person talking in your ear in order to get there and that's not what I want for everybody what I want for everybody is you've got it in your own head so you know how to do it for yourself because that's when you're free when you know how to do it for yourself I like it free minds Morpheus I was thinking you were Yoda but actually you're Morpheus free minds yeah, well, <laughs> I'm see, plugging people the from thing. the matrix. It's, you gotta want to take the what is it? The blue pill? <laughs> the red, red pill? pill. The red pill. You gotta want to take the red pill. All right, but, got uh, you. Yeah. Take that red pill, people. <laughs>